Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is your drunk podcast with some heart, and I am your host, Sarah, and this is the last episode of 2017. Let me tell you guys, this year has been an insanely crazy year. On a world level, 2017 was not a very good year. But one thing I can say for sure is that on a personal level, this year has been amazing for me. Starting in February, I started this podcast. And if you're brand new to this podcast, just to fill you in, this is a podcast that was inspired by my friends, essentially. So I started this podcast in the hopes of having friends on, and we would have some drinks of their choice and talk about life. And what started off as a fun comedy podcast really turned into something totally different than what I ever thought. Over this past year, I've had so many guests on. I've learned so much from all my guests and I've opened myself up to a lot of new people as well, which is huge for me. The podcast has really grown um, quite a bit and I'm so thankful for it because it really made dealing with the shittiness of the world a lot easier this year. Having an outlet, having a platform to come on and express myself is something I'm incredibly thankful for. So if you are a listener of the show, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sticking with me all year, for tuning in every week, and giving me a reason to keep going with this. I also want to give a huge thank you and shout out to all the guests I've had on this year because, honest to God, they truly are what have made this podcast what it is. I'm so proud of Intoxicated, and that leads me to this week's guest. This week, we have Corey from Intoxicate Reviews on the podcast. Now, Intoxicate Reviews, for anyone who doesn't know, I say it every week, but it is another channel that we have under Intoxicated, all about TV and movies. Corey is a really good friend of mine who is a pop culture expert (laughs) and a huge fan of TV and movies. He's one of the main friends in my life that really helped me launch the podcast. Um, I owe a lot of the inspiration and the creativity behind it to Corey. So I'm so stoked to have him on finally to chat all about it. So we created the second channel. And Corey has since taken it over. He is the host of Intoxicated Reviews. He's the producer of it. It's doing really well, and we're both very proud of Intoxicated Reviews. So Corey joined me this week. We sat down, we drank, and we kind of reflected on this whole podcast journey, how it started, how far we've come, how reviews came about. We talked about our favorite moments on both podcasts. And I gotta say, it was really, really nice to sit down with Corey and chat about this. He is my partner in crime and podcasting. He and I have big plans for each channel. We are so excited for 2018 and we're so thankful for how far we've come this year. I truly think Corey and I have both grown a lot um, through podcasting, through each of our shows. For myself personally, doing this show, doing this podcast has made me a more confident person, has made me more empowered, more proud of, of who I am. And not to get too cheesy, but... That is something that I have not had in a long time. So my heart is uh, is really full um, coming on the end of 2017 and looking ahead. Again, lots of shitty things happened, but a lot of positivity came out of this year as well. 
Now, we also did get into um, sort of the most notable TV shows and movies of the year. So I will add timestamps below because this episode is longer. We did talk for a long, long time. So, but I'll be sure to add timestamps in the description so you guys can kind of figure out what you want to listen to. But I will say that the pop culture stuff is pretty awesome because we kind of go through different lists of TV shows and movies. And Corey essentially gives his like elevator pitch for each one. Uh, he is a huge consumer of media. He has watched almost everything on Earth. So um, it's kind of the Sparks Notes version of his thoughts on these shows and movies. It's also really fun because there was a lot of agreeing to disagree. <laughs> we um, we agree on a lot of things. But we also disagree on some as well. So that's a lot of fun. We also got a little deep with it uh, in this episode because we talked about kind of all the things that happened this year in the news and in the world and how it affected us and sort of the idea of the fact that the show and the podcast for both of us is an escape from all of that. So really, really great conversation. I think you guys will really enjoy this. It is longer, but keep in mind it is kind of a year in review. We're talking about a whole year here. <laughs> so that being said, because it's a long episode, I'm going to shut up and uh, get to the episode. So make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicated Reviews and Intoxicated Podcast, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any podcasting app you have, you should be able to find us. And if you can't, please let us know. And if you've been enjoying what we've been doing, feel free to leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. It would really, really help us out. Don't forget that you can contact us on all social media on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Twitter is in underscore toxicated. Email us your feedback or your thoughts to our Gmail account. That's intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking for a place to check everything out under one roof, you can check out our website at www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. So anyways, guys, hope you enjoy this epic episode with Corey, and Happy New Year. I am empty inside. Anyways, guys. Just- <laughs> like, like that was part of it. Anyway. <laughs> we are, I'm empty inside. Um, this is the Intoxicated Podcast. I really actually hope you just cut into like just a rambly conversation and they're like, welcome. <laughs> just have that, just have it like... Like three minutes of us just rambling on, and then be like, "Hey, welcome back!" <laughs> You're listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. Yes. Guess who's with me today? Wait, no, let's let them guess. It's Corey. Should I give him three hints? <laughs> I was like, should I? <laughs> it's yeah. Corey. Yeah. Corey is here. Corey is the host of Intoxicated Reviews. I am. So that is our other channel, all about TV and movies. And he is here. We're going to talk about 2017. We are. Um, we're going to, and we're drinking, but we're drinking. Uh, this is like the time Bo- of the year. Who's left over from <laughs> yeah. 2017? Yeah. Um, so, Corey, you're drinking Lunenburg Coffee and Cocoa Stout made by Alexander Keese Brewery. Oh, it's Keese? Oh, yeah. I didn't, they, even, I didn't even know they that. They tried to get on the, the craft beer bandwagon and. I will say nothing but, hey, Keith, if you want to support the podcast, <laughs> I will say nothing bad about your beer anymore. Uh, it's, but no, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't mind it. I, okay, and I just want to preface this by saying this was left over from a Christmas party I had last weekend, and Amy left it for us, so thanks, Amy, for the beer. Yes, Amy. You might not know that you left it here, but you did, and I decided to wait a week before I was like, yeah, I, we can probably drink that. Don't worry, Amy, if you're looking for it, I'll keep it safe in my tummy. <laughs> 
Well, apparently there's this thing that if you leave booze at someone's house, it is 48 no, hours. It is no longer yours. I do believe in the 48 hours thing because I would be the one to go back for my booze. Yeah. Even if you verbally say, hey, I left my booze within 48 hours, please don't drink it. I'm poor. Yeah. And I will come and get it. That's fine. But if you just let it go. If you just let it go, it's gone. That's true. So I repoed your beer. But it is now Corey's. Yeah. Um, I'm just drinking vodka soda water like I always drink. <laughs> Oh, we have Fireball, too. Should we do a shot of Fireball? Uh, Maybe not. I will do a shot of Fireball for sure. I think I brought this up. Well, I brought it oh, up yeah. to you earlier. Uh, I've been drinking all day long, and but I will do a shot of Fireball. Let's do it in between. Let's do it before we talk about the sad stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good idea. We'll do it. We'll do it at some point, but I do I did want to have some Fireball. Um what was I going to say? So, I mean, this is your first time alone on the podcast. Yeah. So, friendship origin story <laughs> between How, you and me. I think we did a friendship. We did it on one <laughs> podcast. But I don't like... It's, not, it's, it's not very it's exciting. Not, no. Essentially, it was Kurt. <laughs> oh, I know. That piece of shit is good for anything. It's putting other good friends in my life. Evan, you... Brendan. Everyone but Kurt. Yeah. So, I mean... I essentially wheeled my way into the trivia group. Is essentially how it happened. Mm. I started coming into trivia. Yes, yes, That's it. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that's really about it. He, he let me, you know, back in the trivia group. He didn't kick me out. So, I figure <laughs> I'm, I'm in the good books with you. Yeah. I've but I just... I turned that around and just, like... I was just like took over one half of the podcast, and I'm just like I'm just gonna latch myself to intoxicated. Well, why don't we instead of doing a friendship because our friendship origin story is not that exciting because it mm. involves Kurt? Why don't we do a podcast origin story? Okay, I don't even know really how the origin. Like I maybe do. okay, okay. Well, I know well, how let's... this fucking started. Well, well, actually, well, it kind of well, it definitely morphed out of. Uh, <clears throat> The movie group, but also more of the leftovers. Mm, we talk. That's reviews. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay. We're, okay. we're going to do both. So we'll okay. start with Intoxicated, yes. and then we'll do reviews. Because reviews came out of Intoxicated. Okay. Yeah. But Intoxicated. So here's the thing, and here's something I think I've mentioned this before. We have a friend named Norm. Uh, Norm's done a couple of your episodes. Yes. Uh, yeah. He does the, the comic series. Yes. Has he been on any other ones? Uh, he has been on? on no I think no no he hasn't just uh, Crisis on Infinite Opinions okay. which is his title and name and if you don't get the reference you're not a super nerd so there that's you go. Cool, yeah. so as I started hanging out with this this group of friends I started hanging out with you and Norm a lot yes yeah. and I would we would go to the frog and I would literally sit there and drink while you guys talked for <laughs> hours and hours yeah, and hours and I wasn't mad about it. <laughs> now, a lot of people would probably get mad at that. They'd probably just be like, this is boring. Yeah. I'm not involved in the conversation. But the thing is, is like, I wanted you guys to start a podcast. That, yeah, no, I, yeah, 100%. And I got you a snowball mic. I got you and, I was meant for you and Norm. Yeah, you ended yeah, up yeah. taking it because Norm was essentially like, if anyone's going to start, it's going to be Corey and I'll just show, I'll show up. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened, and you were like, yeah, 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 I'm thinking about it. And you had a couple ideas. Yeah. You had a couple ideas. Should we talk about our first, the first idea I had for a podcast? Is it the morning after film? Yeah, I yeah. still want to do that. I think that could still be a secret. Okay, yeah, let, let's talk about it. What was uh, the idea? So the idea was that, and this is, this is a while back, because as, yeah. a, as 
we say this now, Norm doesn't drink anymore, but mm-hmm. me and Norm, like, I still drink like crazy. Yes, I have a drunken podcast, obviously, I drink. <laughs> but it was kind of one of those things where we had, we always get drunk together, especially Tuesday nights. Because trivia night, you would go to trivia, you'd do trivia, then we go across the street to the frog, and we should say we do trivia at rock bottom. Norm mm-hmm. now is the host, which yes. is that changed a lot of things. So, if you're listening to this in Halifax, rock bottom tri- trivia is amazing. And so, come out, bring a team, and get your ass whipped by our team. Yeah, uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, we used to go across the street to the frog and drink, and it was one of those things where. I came with this idea that we go out and for a podcast that we go out get one of us would get super shit faced and the other one of us would say relatively sober (laughs) but the other one the point was the other one had to get blackout drunk and we would have to have a night of of it and then we had this idea I named it the morning after Phil where the other person fills the blackout drunk person on what they did the night before I still want to do that at some point I know yeah but the thing is it's like and I love that idea <laughs> but like it's not fun I mean I guess it would work if other people were drinking too yeah because it's not always that much fun to be the one getting blackout drunk when you're with like a somewhat sober person yeah but, but I think it would have to be like a monthly podcast you couldn't do it yeah. weekly that's- yeah like that's the other thing guys like you gotta realize like this started as a drunken podcast but it really like isn't really that drunken. Like, no. we drink yeah. almost every episode. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean we're hammered. But I love that. I, I do kind of love the fact uh, about this. We drink during the podcast, and it's almost like going out. Sometimes you have, you drink a bunch and you don't get drunk. Sometimes you drink yeah. a bunch or a little, and you get totally hammered drunk. So it's, yeah. it's, it's funny because... Uh, we did a recent episode with the movie group where Jen got totally <laughs> hammered. So and, and yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just, it is a fun podcast. Results may vary. It all depends on what we drink, too. So. That's a great, I, we need to put that in our description. <laughs> results, results may vary. But that was one of the ideas. And I think you had an idea, too, about, wasn't it about, like, Netflix shows or movies or something like that? Yeah, I do commentary track for Netflix shows. By the way, this is all patent pending, people, so that's my idea. I had another one. Yeah, I had another idea for one called Hit Play Now, where it was a com- it was Netflix commentary track movies. But, uh, yeah, I I guess we just kind of... Well, you can keep the story going. Well, okay, so I gave you the mic. Yes. I was an apology gift, because I was, like, a drunken, fucking terrible friend back then, and I got all my <laughs> friend apology gifts, and I was like, I want to get Corey and Norma Mike, and I ended up just being Norma Mike. And then yeah. you were just kind of like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it eventually, I'm going to yeah, do it, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it. Nothing. Nothing happened. Mm. Um, then I... Like, I start... I think one thing, too, is, is like, when we met, we bonded over podcasts. Yeah. Because you were the one who got me into How Did This Get Made and Weekly Planet. Like, you suggested yeah. these shows. And I was already, like, I think at that time, I was already listening to, like, RHAP, which is a recap review podcast. Yeah. But then I started getting into, like, human interesting podcasts. And I started discovering these other podcasts that I was like, holy shit, this is a whole other genre that is amazing and then I think it was I don't even remember the moment that I was like I should do a podcast but I just remember bringing it up at the frog to you guys being like I kind of want to start a podcast where I drink and the friends like the guests choose the alcohol and I just have to drink it no matter what yeah and from there 
ideas kind of started spitballing. Mm-hmm. Like, very slowly. Yes. Because I didn't start... Like, this was, like, this time last year that I came up with the idea. Yeah, I guess. And it Maybe didn't start it was, until February. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. So, um, it was kind of a long process, but, like, you were... You were a big factor in, in starting this podcast. Well, I you, guess, yeah. you made a lot of suggestions. Corey came up with the name. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll on our talk. Instagram, the screenshot. Do we remember? Do you remember any of the other names? Yeah, that we it was like through? the Half Empty Podcast, the Liquid Courage Podcast. Uh, and oddly enough, like I remember I did a poll and Intoxicated didn't win the poll. I don't know. No, it what, didn't win. I don't remember what won. I think, yeah. But I remember like when I would mention it to people, everyone loved it. Like people love puns yeah. and they they loved it but so also it's one it. of those things too where like it didn't win the poll because there was a ton and people were giving you input like not just me it's not like me and you just came up with a bunch of names there was a lot of people in our friends group were coming yeah. up with names for it yeah. and I feel like though and not to like yeah, yeah, be yeah. like oh I didn't win because of this but <laughs> because you look at it sometimes and it's just or you say it out loud or you look at it and you, you gotta say it out loud to yes to understand the pun it's just like it's true it's like in tox oh I get it yeah, or like yeah. when you say it out loud sometimes it's like intoxicated it's like so you're intoxicated like no it's spelled T-A-L-K-S yeah. which fucks us over in SEO <laughs> so like if you're someone who's fan this show and is not a friend of ours please let us know yeah yeah <laughs> Because I think that we worry about that sometimes with the pun. Yeah. But, and then, so then it came time for me to release, like, the first episode. And I recorded it with my friends Karen and Neve, and it was it was amazing. I love that episode to this day. Mm. But I remember when I was, like, getting ready to launch it, you were like, oh, it's the Oscars. Like, we need to do mm. it. We should do... We should each talk about... What was it? Like, the best picture nominees? Yeah, we should talk about nominees. the Oscars right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a good topic. And it kind of just morphed in this thing. Like, we were talking about... I like it's it and it, it kind of sucks because these conversations usually happen on Tuesday night when we're already drunk so like yeah. a lot is forgotten but it's mainly like we should do something for the Oscars maybe we can pick our favorite or who we think are going to win but then we we kind of figure out we're like well no let's let's each review three of the movies and make an argument about because there was With nine Jen. movies now yeah, that's right. but Jen came in later we're just like and then we'll have I was like well Jen can come in and judge it because Jen hasn't seen any of these movies so yeah. that's how we kind of like it wasn't the first episode but the first one aired was yeah. us it was this I, I feel like it was either second or third recorded because I think yeah. I recorded the Caitlin episode after I don't even know but uh. regardless I had some recorded yeah and we just thought it would be a good t- okay this is another good story and I'll be super quick with this because we're gonna get to yeah we got like a whole topic but we we're got, just like I know uh, but this is good yeah uh, no, this is sorry. really cool it's yeah. like an intoxicate year in review yeah um <laughs> the weekend that the Oscars were going to come out, they were going to come out on a Sunday I was editing that episode that weekend I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> like, I did not know what the fuck I... Like, I remember fucking that up so hard. Ugh. I sat there at the table in my kitchen, like... It was, like, all day just trying to figure out how to edit. So, tips for people starting a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Learn that stuff beforehand and don't rely on it. was just a mad it. dash to get that episode out. Because, it was Because we wanted to get it out before the Oscars. I remember that. Yeah. And so. I remember at one point I lost the sound on my file. I was using like a new program to do yeah. it. 
It was hell. And I remember getting it out a couple hours before the Oscars aired. And yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy to look back at that. Yeah, I mean. It's crazy to look back. Uh, yeah, but it's insane that that was almost a year ago now. Like, right? Yeah. It it's seems like. Yeah, it time flies, but also like aspects of it seem like happen so fast, and then aspects seem like they happened years ago to me right. with the whole uh, podcast. Because I didn't really start doing reviews by myself till the summer, probably. Like because we <sighs> well, did forgot the date. We did leftover because I know the first one that I the first one that I edited. And I put together everything myself with Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm -hmm. I know that was the first one that I was on, but that was recorded with everybody as well. I don't even know if I recorded the audio on that. You may have recorded the audio. The first one I totally did by myself was Drinking Alone on the show Glow. So it's... Yes, that's right. I mean, it's been... I mean, I love doing the podcast regardless if people like it or not. Like, trying to change my my talk cadence but it's uh no it's been it's been fun i mean and, i can't really say much other uh, much more than that and essentially with reviews like i okay so here's something that's very obvious about me i love the leftovers so <laughs> at the time that the leftover season 3 was going to come out <sighs> we did a leftover season 1 season 2 kind of like i don't know Trying to convince people to watch it, kind of yeah. episode on Intoxicated. Like a love letter, I think we call it to Ew. Leftovers. Ew. <laughs> that makes my heart hurt. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And I remember you and me just being like, why don't we just like do season three? And I remember just thinking, like, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, but like, I don't want to annoy my listeners with like, yeah. in case they don't like the leftovers. So we were like, you know, like, this was really easy to start because at the time, I think we were on SoundCloud. I don't even think we were on Lipson at the time. Yeah. Um, I was like, it's, it was pretty easy to set up. And now that I know how to do it, it'd be pretty easy to set up another channel. Yeah. And then, essentially, reviews started because we wanted to recap every episode of The Leftovers. Yes. And I don't even think at that time we had plans for it after that. I think we just we were wanted just, to do... Yeah, we were talking about maybe, like, jumping show to show. Like, there was really yeah. no plan going forward. It was kind of like, yeah, we don't want... Cause Doing something like the leftovers is so specific that mm-hmm. it it yeah it just kind of I don't know it was like, kind of selfish on our end like it we, was I think you know what I think it was us growing our legs a bit oh hundred percent hundred percent like the fact that like we did a whole season of TV hmm. I'm gonna brag up reviews here because that's impressive <laughs> yeah. for like a new podcast I think yes yes we are such fucking narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it is kind of a thing where it's, like, with the leftovers, too, you got to understand, we were doing it, and, like, not all of us were in every episode. Well, I think you you were in every episode. I was in every episode. It was, like, a combo of me, Corey, and Evan, essentially, the whole time. And we, we, the three of us could not have worked polar opposite schedules. Like, it was literally, like, (laughs) watch it, do you have an hour and a half to record? Cool, let's do this. Like, it became this, like, I may not be here for this. I may not be here yeah, for that. But we just kind of made it work. I mean, especially... Super impressive. Yeah. I mean, and, like, you can kind of see the, the, the progression through reviews, too, because it's a bunch of leftover episodes, and then we did, like, we did this thing called Small Toxicated, which mm-hmm. was on Guardians of the Galaxy, which we recorded after an episode of... I think it was 
was after the Leftovers finale, wasn't no, it? No, no. Sure? Small Toxicated was when we did a movie group episode. Oh. Because because the only reason I remember is me and Evan reviewed it, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And because uh, we both watched it. And uh, Sarah and Jen were sitting in the corner in chairs, like critiquing us. <laughs> About or like making fun of us as we reviewed it, so it, that's when Intoxicated Reviews had like, wait, we can do other things. Like this is how we expand. Yeah. Then uh, there's a few episodes that I'm not on, but uh, it's big. You did Big Brother and Survivor with uh, with Jesse, who was in Intoxicated yes! Podcast, and on Turbo's Quest. Shout out, yeah, Turbo's Quest, and also Nikki was on it. Who was on? She's been on the. She was on the Candidate episode. Yeah. And yeah. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. In my book group. Oh, oh we have a Facebook book group. It's awesome. I'm not jealous at all. No, we Talking just got to read books. books. I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm the books. But uh, also. Yeah, and then in between that and the finale, we squeeze like the Wonder Woman episode was like the basis of going forward. I, and that being said, Wonder Woman was a basis, but also intoxicated uh, the intoxicated podcast with the movie group that kind of set yes, the template for that, sure. Because and uh, like like I said, probably in my heart and probably on the internet for the most part, the biggest movie review podcast is how does how did this get made? Which I love, mm-hmm. but I thought. In my heart, I was like, I don't want to copy it. Of course, I want so, and it's it's pretty much copy. But I never heard a podcast <laughs> like this before. But I just thought to do something different because I want to be a little different. In the movie group, we started we broke down movies from the movie group scene by scene. Scene by we really don't miss. And here's something again. I'm just. I'm just gonna just spread the compliments to Corey because <laughs> he's you're so good at recaps. Corey takes extensive notes. Like <laughs> I'm talking like you know double oh. digits <laughs> <laughs> of notes. Like you're so good at recapping it, mm. and you've gotten even you. better at it. And it's yeah, yeah. it's a combo of that and being funny that I think makes yeah. it makes it. Well, that's where I think also the podcast took a, a life of its own too because my best friend happens to be a stand-up comedian and we've done a lot of good episodes but I feel like the 90s proof and the 80s proof and all the stuff I do with Brian is great because we we've known obviously we've known each other for most of our lives and you have that comedic presence mm-hmm. and that's when I like and don't get me wrong I, I I'm proud of every episode I put out and with everybody but some of the episodes I think are the funniest yeah. are me and Brian but also like we also some of the greatest bumps we got on the podcast is that Brian and uh, through Brian I know a lot of stand up comedians and probably the biggest one well definitely the biggest one is Peter White and Peter White's I've known Peter White for a while through Brian he's an amazing guy and I'm just He's a stand-up comedian. He he went super viral this year, even though he's he's been a writer on the Saturday Twenty Two Minutes, uh, uh, everything else that slips my mind. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's he, it it really blew up. Like, yeah. So he has a video about um, the problem with homophobia. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. it's, it's about homophobia. Yeah. And, and also it's about sexism and yeah. how guys. And it's it was a stand up clip from the comedy, I think it's Calgary Comedy Fest. Mm. And it, it went viral, which is awesome because he's, he's always been super funny. But that being said, like, it was so weird right after we recorded the podcast. And during the podcast, he mentions, he's like, I had yes. a YouTube video that did. <laughs> 
pretty well. And right after that, like, it just blew up like crazy. Friggin' like Cersei Lannister like, posted yeah. his like it's it's really really fucking cool. So, so you, and you have you have like a couple connections with commu- like local people. Yeah, and in I mean, that's a lot to do with Bryant as well. But like yeah. the, the podcast has taken another another form after like we have these comics on like we had Jared Campbell who's hilarious as well, Michael Queen. So yeah. I mean that's a lot of that going forward. But it I, I can't be like it's just weird that I have a platform. I we we built this platform up that I can bring people like this on and just mm-hmm. kind of it's been surreal. It's just it's, been a surreal year. It's crazy. It really it really is crazy how far it's come. Yeah. And I think there was definitely a shift in with reviews where I I start using we and not I. Yeah. Like when we would talk, about it, I was like, we need to do that. And I was just like, this is a team now. We're we're a team, and we have these awesome friends that come in consistently and help us. And we have like you know comedian like we're creating this kind of network. And with Corey, it was just kind of like, do you want to just have it, Corey? <laughs> 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 like I can't do no, two episodes a week all the time. Well, that's insane because you were at one point. At one point, was. you were yeah. like and like. You anybody can start a podcast, but that factors in time, edit editing. It's oh my so, god, yeah. it's so time consuming, and mm-hmm. and like getting topics, getting people. It's sometimes and like last minute bailout. So like yeah. even when you were running too, that's mind blowing to me because I run this one now and it's still mind blowing. And me. you still do the things that I did when I was running too. Like I would, I typically record my intoxicated. I get them edited on the weekend. With when we were doing the last. Leftovers, I was recording and turning it around in like a day. Yeah. And Corey still does that to this day <laughs> on reviews because you have to take into consideration timing of when the guests can do it. And if something comes up and then, oh, I can't do it till this day, but I want to release on this day. So I have to not sleep. Yeah. Essentially. Well, that's it. We kind, so. of, we kind of figured out. <laughs> I, I like review should come out Tuesday or, or Wednesday. Wednesday, preferably Tuesday. Like, and then, <laughs> and then. Intoxicated podcast usually Thursday, Friday. That yeah. being said, I released an episode recently on on Thursday. It was a, the Christmas episode. But that being said, <laughs> I, I I didn't tell you this, but I like it's just like it's a Christmas season. We we obviously we don't make money off this, so no. we Diddly squat. <laughs> so we yeah. So as of now, we don't. But we. <laughs> we work other jobs, obviously. I work two jobs and plus do this podcast. But yeah. that, and not, not to be like, oh, woe is me. Cause it's not woe is me. I love doing this. But Thursday. Uh, I so have a gun to his head right now. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, I was editing it like two o'clock in the morning to get it up for Thursday morning. Cause I was pa- two days kind of past due and I actually fell asleep editing. <laughs> I woke up in my computer chair. There's totally asleep and like. I didn't even go back. I just sat up and edited the rest of the episode and then had to go back and find where I didn't edit. And uh, anyway, it's been Can't amazing. say this ever happened. I, this has never happened to me. But we've both pulled some fucking late nights yeah. because of <laughs> because of this fucking podcast that we're talking about. Um, but no, seriously, like, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. And I guess before we get into... What we were originally going to talk about, which I was know, like, we were like I'm best happy. of pop culture of 2017, because we are with the host of Intoxicate Reviews, yeah. so it's very fitting. But what was your 
favorite moment in doing reviews. Like, when you look, like, okay, I guess, I'll reframe the question. If you could pick one episode for a new listener, check out. Uh, okay, I, well, it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious what my episode is. It's the one I tell all my friends, but it's the It episode. It's called Rebottle on It, Stephen King's It. That's the episode, like I said, we have Peter White on. And it's me, Bryant, Peter White, and we talk about it. And it just kind of took a life of its own. It's, we were kind of worried about it because that's the thing with podcasting with my friends, like my good friends. It's like, okay, you start drinking and it's just guys having conversations. So we get a little like <laughs> offensive in a weird way, yeah. but it's all within the podcast. But Listen. it just turned out it, 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 like I, and not to be vain, but I, I go back and listen to the episode and laugh mm-hmm. my ass off on it because it's just, it's, really, it's really funny. It's kind of offensive, but it, it, that's, if you're in listening to any, it's, it rebottled. For sure. And I was getting texts live from that recording yes, when yes. it was happening. You were just like, this is crazy. This is awesome. Um, what about you? What's what's? Uh... Oh God, it's so fucking hard for me. To, like, it, I, I just I well, run such a gamut with mine. Like, yeah. I guess when I think about the one I'm most proud of, it would be the us two episode. That's oh, the one yeah. I'm most proud of. Yeah. But oh my God, they they've all just been so much fun. Like people ask me that, and I'm like, I literally don't have a favorite. Like I've had fun. On every single episode I've done. I think that's why I like... Like, I think that's what makes Intoxicated Podcasts so unique is that you can listen to the episode and it's like... I like I listen to the S two. I mean, it's hard. To, it's a hard listen, but also you can have something super like you're just you hit so many points. Like it can be something different every week, but mm-hmm. not deviate from the original idea of it. So I think exactly, uh, yeah. which is essentially just that people have to sit down and talk about stuff and and alcohol can make it easier. (laughs) Um, So like covering these topics that are a little bit harder becomes a bit easier for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's also too like, I have different subjects every week, but I think a common thing is friendship and alcohol. That's just, that's that's the bare bones of intoxicated. We're not always drunk. Yeah. But there's always but also, <laughs> abuse I, thing. That's and... kind of like the culture of intoxicated. Yeah. Is it's like a conversation with friends. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's about movies, sometimes it's about your personal life, sometimes it's about yeah. Christmas. It can be anything. It's just it's it's a mic in front of friends. And that's kind of it's, why I like it's like you're drunk. Like you're a fly on the wall yeah. for a drunk conversation. Before we get into anything, yes. review like, like our year in review, which we're half an hour, hour in. See, but, this is uh, toxic. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. And cheers to you. Yeah. I, I almost have grabbed the mic and cheered you with it. Um, Wouldn't be the first I should time. take a drink. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, before we get out of us talking Rambling. about our own podcast, uh, we're just such another thank you, like. Yeah. Number Intoxicated Reviews hit number one uh, on Canada Film and TV. It was in the top 15. Intoxicated hit, like, in the top... 32, was I think that? I thought you got higher than that. But anyway, obviously, if you're listening right now and you've listened to this past, like, it warms our heart just to find out that we have any fans, like, that yeah. we listen to us talk about anything. It's hard to explain in words, obviously, but... Yeah, I mean, it's mind blowing. Like any, and like seriously, if you're listening and you want us to talk about something, anything, yeah, 
Let us know. Send it to us. We will. We will do it. There's nothing we won't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like just like I just like to give back somehow, even like anything. Like hundred percent. That being said, if you tell me to review like all the season of Frasier, I probably won't do it. But just ask with the Kardashians. I would never. Should I create like a fake email address and and comment? You totally do that. I will not do that within (laughs) reason, but. I, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, Aw, yeah, thanks, guys. Yes. It's really nice to kind of think about the year. Yeah. Because I'll be completely fucking honest. <laughs> 2017 was really shitty for the world, I think. Oh, yeah. But, like, having this show was the highlight of my year. I know, like, I know 100%. Yeah, no, me. I mean, it, it, bring, it does bring its own stresses, but at the end of the day... It brings more positivity in my life than I, I enjoy doing this, and like we said, we we don't make a dime off anything, but no. I just enjoy this. So yeah. if you enjoy it, it just warmed my heart. But this is uh, and Sarah put this toward uh, put this out to me before. It's just like you should like I have these conversations. Every week with my friends talking about movies, ripping down movies or building up movies. Why don't you have a mic in your front of your face? And you guys are giving me the opportunity by listening to put a mic in front of my face and yeah. and put my opinions out there. Now, I get my opinions sometimes are not popular, but uh, it's, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just, if I anger you, I'm sorry, but it's just If he angers you, argue right with him. Yeah, 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 no, no, I will. Yeah. Yeah, we should debate. Yeah, 100%. And, and this is why I'm, I'm glad I'm glad Corey's here because I plug his show every week anyways. But yeah. hearing from you, and if you are someone who listens to like Intoxicate and you haven't quite gotten into reviews yet, please go subscribe to Intoxicate Reviews because we got some, and this is the last, I promise, the last podcast thing I'll bring up. But what do we have to look forward to next year? Because there's, we, you and I yeah. have some... Yeah, we're... We have some ideas. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we have a Mr. Robot episode coming out in January. Yeah, that was, that was recorded. That's amazing. There is a Star Wars coming up, mm-hmm. but also it kind of... It fell near the end of the year. We're trying to do some things for the holidays or yes. everything. So eventually you get Star Wars. But, um, I mean, big things coming on in Talk to Reviews as well. Like, like we have a... It, where we live, we have a, a, a comedy fest. We're going to have a lot of comedians in the new year. Uh, the return of Pete White is going to happen sooner than later. It is happening. Yeah. So, I mean, if you love those three-man episodes, they're amazing. Uh, if you tuned into the American Ninja episode, Mike McQueen, we got, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with him. Hilarious guy as well. So, I mean... More stand-ups, more guests. Yeah, that's it. And I think it's safe to say that, like, reviews will always be... You know, you're going to talk about the movies that you love, like the nostalgic factor, but also like any current movies that come out, yeah. you'll probably cover as well. Yeah. So the blockbusters. When some, yeah, when summer rolls around, we're probably going to be doing a lot more of current reviews. But uh, if you like old school '90s reviews, yeah, they're review. Intoxicate yeah. reviews is the place to be. <laughs> Fucking subscribe. Yes. On that subject, um, I guess we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about... The Let's ten- get to our topic <laughs> over half an hour into the podcast. Let's get to the originally scheduled topic. Um, so we're going to go over some lists here I have pulled up from The Verge, which I yeah. think is pr- pretty good. Yeah. Incredible website. We're just going to go through some... Yeah, top some- t- the top TV shows of 2017, also some movies... 
Um, Twin Peaks, The Return. Yes. I've never watched it, so I have nothing to say Do about that. Do you not that. watch, like, the original no. one either? But I feel like I should. Uh, the original's really good. Um, uh, the last season, well, it was two seasons, I think. Twin Peaks, I'm pretty sure I remember a long time ago. Second season wasn't great, but season one was amazing. I watch, I'm not finished Twin Peaks Returns. It is a fever dream of a show. It always has been. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. It, it it borders on nonsensical, but also brilliant in a way. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. I know we're going to bullet shoot some of these. It's weird. Like, I can talk about certain shows. This one I don't want to talk about too much, just on the fact that I may spoil some stuff. And I'm That's not done. true. But, uh, That's yeah, Twin Peaks of Return, definitely. I mean, like, it's just one of those shows that, like, if I ever was just, like, in bed, like, on Twitter... I would always see it trending. Like, it just mm. seems like one of those shows that, like, well, everyone always talks about. It's hit, like, the pop culture zeitgeist in a weird way. Like, it's part of... Mm-hmm. P- even if you, you've never watched Twin Peaks, you know what Twin Peaks is. Like, That's very true. Like, it's just one of those shows that people love to talk about, even though they've never watched it. That's very true. Maybe uh, I should watch it. I mean, winter is coming and I'm going to be locked inside anyway. I might as well go crazy while doing so. Uh, I know you... Uh, Hold and Catch Fire. Everybody needs to watch Hold and Catch Fire. I Okay, so I have a story about this because I've never heard of it. Okay. But I watched a YouTube video. I found a random YouTube video of... Um, this band I like called The Bleachers. And they did like a music video with like one of their songs with scenes intercut from this show. Holy guitar? Yeah, so I don't know the show at all. I don't know what the fuck it even is about, but it looks cool. Uh, Holy guitar. <laughs> it's, it's about, it's kind of about the, the, the technological boom in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So where season one is about, um, season one's about the race to basically the laptop or the personal computer. Right. Season two is more about streaming games in the eighties, but uh, damn, it's it's it, it's just a really good show. It, I will say it's a slow burn, but people okay. should check it out. I I know in Canada here it's on Netflix. Oh, good. So check it out. Uh, it's just it's one of the shows that builds up tension. I like it's it. brilliant. I, it's, I just, I do feel like even just looking at the image, I'm like, this is on my alley. Yeah, it, it seems like a Sarah show. <laughs> um, ooh, this little show called The Leftovers. Leftovers I'm going to link to this article, by the way, guys, so you can kind of keep up with it. But yeah, oh, well, we, we said everything. We, I mean, reviews was born because of The Leftovers, Leftovers which is great. So, like, yeah. watch the fucking Leftovers. Justin throws. <laughs> Anything else? Justin Throw is really fun to look at. And, um, but yeah. it's one of the most, it's like the performances, the writing. It's just, if you're looking for something that is a show that's brilliant, but also if you're looking for something that is outside the norm of anything you're watching mm-hmm. right now, it's The Leftovers. It's sometimes a hard watch, uh, emotionally, but it's brilliant. It, in, it, there's, it's I mean, absolutely brilliant. It's my favorite yeah. show, I think. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I will be buried with the show. <laughs> if, and, like, if you've never watched it and you go back in and you, and you, you give it a chance and you get addicted, which I think you will, by the time you hit season three, you go back to Intoxicated yes! Reviews and you can go, uh, episode by episode with us because we break down every single episode. And of I cry at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cried. 
That was like one of the most emotional days uh, recording the finale episode for reviews. It was. Because I was like, it was a mixture of things of like, I'm sad my favorite show is ending. Um, but like, I thoroughly enjoy the three, it's only three seasons, guys. It's three Ten seasons. Episodes, it's such an easy show to just binge, do you yeah. know what I'm going to imagine? But I think like, season one's eight, and then ten and ten. Yeah, maybe. it's, it's really like not that much. short season, so you can get through it. And they ended on their own terms, and, it, you know, it's just fantastic. But that day, I was just like, I didn't know what was going to happen with reviews. I didn't know if we would be doing it again. It's like, weird, yeah, yeah. It was this weird thing of, like, I get the boys, like, mugs that had really pixelated images of... <laughs> no, they turned out fun. I drink out that mug almost every day, though. <laughs> Pixelated and shitty. I didn't think it turned out <laughs> shitty, but, but anyway, yeah, that's. It, I guess that it's it's nice that a show that we love will be always a stamp on the podcast yes, as well because the leftovers is why reviews is happening in a weird way. Isn't so that that's crazy? awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I so Lindelof, I owe you five bucks Damn or something. The, I don't know. And I, I'm just going to make a quick side note. They're never quick, but. <laughs> Damon Lindelof is my dream guest to ever talk to you on a podcast. So if this ever gets big where I can actually speak to that man, I will be able to die happy. He's my dream guest. And, like, I have a lot of dream guests. I want to talk to Shane Dawson. I want Like, there's so many people I want to have on. But, like, Damon Lindelof is, like, my number one. He's, like, my, my, my guest goals. Do you yes. have a guest goals? I think I... Other than Ben Affleck, because I then no, say. then no. Is he your? Is he really uh, the person you'd want to do a podcast with? Like my my yeah. Like number? who's your ultimate? Oh, Affleck's got to be up there though. But uh, that's a tough question. I I don't think I could answer it. Or really, Paul so. Shear. Oh, Paul. No, it'd be Manzukis. Jason Manzukis. Oh my god, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be Jason Manzukis. Okay, so moving on. Moving along. Mindhunter! I'm halfway through. It's really good. Yeah, Mindhunter but... is awesome. Yeah. Um, I heard about Mindhunter from My Favorite Murder. Like, they they were, they were brought it up and they were like, we're watching the show. What's funny about this is Mindhunter came after The Leftovers, but when I was watching Mindhunter, one of the female characters in it, I was like, she looks like... Carrie Coon Light. <laughs> I was like, she's Nora Durst Light. And I watched this interview. It was... The Leftovers are on a bunch of lists for, like, the yeah, best oh, TV yeah, shows yeah. of the year. Like, across the board. And there was this interview with Carrie Coon being, like, talking about how she was, like, in the same kind of category as Mindhunter. She's like, yeah, everyone thinks I'm her. <laughs> and I was like, Are you talking yes! about, like, you talking about, like the main character's girlfriend? That, uh, like- the, no, the detective, like, the... No, sorry, not detective. The, um... The other woman. <laughs> oh, Anna Toph. Uh, the one that's, like, kind of their boss. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she was from Fringe. Uh, yeah. She's Rupert Murdoch. She's related to Rupert Murdoch, which is kind of... I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, I won't yeah, yeah. That. But uh, yeah, no, no. That's... She reminded me of Carrie Coon. Okay, and then Carrie Coon essentially like said in an interview, being like, "Yeah, uh, I've been on two big TV shows of 2017, Fargo and The Leftovers, <laughs> but people think it's three because they think I'm in mind." <laughs> I will say so too. Well, like... back to uh, the main character's girlfriend, which uh, it's terrible. I have no names in front of me. Yeah, she is Paul Gross's daughter. Paul Gross being famous Canadian actor who was on Due South. And a bunch of other things. Men with brooms. Oh, okay. But anyway, I mean, that Yeah, that means nothing. Mudhunter is great. Oh, um, it's the amazing. The only criticisms that I've heard about it is, like, the side story stuff, like, 
could I be left out. I guess I should say something about like I I, I haven't finished it, but mm-hmm. uh, my, I love Mindhunter. Um, the one thing I I can say about which is I I think it's a, a positive, even though it may sound like a negative. But when I went in, I thought it was one thing. I was like, oh, it's going to be people hunting serial killers, but no, it's about the history of the FBI kind of. Changing how they changing yeah. how they uh, how they how they profile serial killers exactly. like it's this history and breaking these stereotypes like that these people that are arrested are not worth researching which yes. these two guys like so and I mean it's a David Fincher produced show and I I David Fincher my favorite director uh, well it's great co yeah. favorite director but that being said like. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. We have uh, the guy who plays the not the main character, but the the main character's partner. He's like a David yes. Fincher, like original actor, and he's amazing. Even though he was, well, yeah, he was in Justice League, and his part in Justice League was terrible. But that being said, <laughs> uh, yeah, check out Mine Hunters. Mine Hunters great, and just a quick, quick, <laughs> a quick side note. Just a quick set. Um, main character Jonathan Groff, I think his name uh-huh. is. Is also in um, one of the most underrated HBO shows, Looking, which is like, I think, one or two seasons. It got canceled. Fucking fantastic. I love him, and I'm very attracted to him. So. Yeah, nice. But he played a gay man in that show. Still attracted to him. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving along. Ooh, this is one you do know, you know about, though. I do. I haven't watched another season. Better though. Call Saul is on the list as well. Yeah, I, I like... Better Call Saul. Uh, that being said, I'm not caught up with it. Right. But it's one of those things where, like, very few spinoff shows actually are good enough to keep going because this is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. And I've loved... I love what I've seen so far. Like, I watch so much shit. Some shit takes a backseat. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty bad. But uh, I love Better Call Saul. I haven't watched the newest season, so... I, I'm convinced Corey's a robot because he works two jobs, does the podcast, has, like, a decent social life. Mm. I, I don't know. And you watch everything. <laughs> I watch a lot. Like, for real, guys, if there's some obscure show that you're like, I wonder if, if Corey... Like, message us. He's probably watched... <laughs> I'll get on some hard dicks. If you want to talk about hard dixie, I could talk about that all day long. What? Did you say hard dicks? No, hard of dixie. <laughs> that had Rachel uh, Bilson from the OC. Oh, okay. oh it's not. It won't make oh, any list. That hard of. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm learning a lot about this. Yeah. Um, Fargo. I haven't caught up on... That's another one I haven't caught up on the new season, but... Um, it's on my short list of shows I need to watch. Yeah. Like, 100%, because I keep hearing things about it. I love Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon is like... Obviously, she... I fell in love with her with The Leftovers. I, I need to watch Fargo. Yeah. I, I've just... I, across the board, I have heard amazing things about the show. Yeah, season one was amazing, but I haven't caught up on the others, but... Uh, it's <laughs> Maybe it's a future... Uh, Oh, no, I will catch up on it. Like I said, it's on my list. Right. The Good Place, The Good Place is amazing. Yes. Um, it's really fun. Like, Ted Danson, I, I will... At this point, I'll watch Ted Danson and anything. If if nobody's watched the show Bored to Death... Oh, it's, I was just going to mention it! It's so good! <laughs> yeah, Bored it's to so Death. Good. Go back and watch Bored to Death. It's oh. Jonathan Schwartzman starring, but also it's... 
The co-stars are Ted Danson and Zach Galifianakis. Right when Zach Galifianakis is in huge, the show's hilarious. The HBO show, go check it out. It's I want to rewatch that now. Yeah, it's so good because it was so long ago that I watched it. Yeah. But I love me some Ted Danson, and I love me some Christian Bell. Oh, I'm a huge Christian Bell. Yeah, so is Kurt. Oh, that's <laughs> Corey just slow blinked. So <laughs> like holding on his Don't range. Don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin this. Uh, this is going to be Outlander, and I just. I'm not a big Outlander fan. My mom watches Outlander. And really? Because really... there's some, like, okay, I've seen parts of Outlander where I'm just like, oh, is that a guy, like, raping another guy? And I'm like, wow. This show Shit. is, this show is I'll never forget it, though. Mom, mom ra- like, raved about it once, like, at a dinner. Hmm. And she just goes, there's a lot of hot sex in it. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a show we can talk about. Oh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This show should be so much more popular than I feel like it actually is. Really? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is amazing. Like, Oh, it's unreal. Uh, Holtz, one of the greatest char- characters. Hitchcock, Scully. It's so good. Like, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think you said it right. I don't think enough people realize how good it is. Yeah. But, like, every almost every time I suggest it to somebody to watch, they always end up loving it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, shout out to Andrea. Andrea is watching it right now. And, like, I slowly got her into it when we were living together. Mm. Like, I would show her an episode here and there. And, like, now she's, like, binging it. Well, that's so the thing with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too. It's, it's one of those shows in the vein of, of Parks and Rec where the first season's not amazing. Mm-hmm. But it gets... Once the characters kind of, like... When the actors get a feel for the characters and the writers, it takes a life of its own. It's amazing. It's got an all-star cast, pretty much. Like, Terry Crews, uh, Adam... Not Adam. Um, <laughs> Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Like, um... Yeah. Oh god, now I'm drunk. I don't know they're yeah, Chelsea Peretti. To me they're just their characters. Yeah, Chelsea Peretti. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's it's so good. Uh, and it's so so like when I think of shows that are like my humor, it's my humor. Yeah. Like it's that random like Boyle is like anything Boyle does just makes me actually belly laugh. Yeah. Like I will actually have a glateral like belly laugh whenever. But also it's a great show that it's a great show that there's so many diverse characters that it's great to talk about friends with because it's like my favorite's this, my favorite character's this. Like every character like like you can say Boyle, I'll say Holt, like or like Hitchcock or Scully, like it's just and it can change too. Like in yeah. some seasons, you might like a character better, than but me. everybody has a very distinctive comedic presence yeah. that is different than everybody else. It's yeah, Brooklyn. It, it's, it's in the vein if you like The Office, if you liked mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, if you like any of those ones. It's and amazing. I think it's like it's a consistent show. Yeah. It's oh, been consistent. Yeah. There hasn't been any bad seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Other than the first one, took a little while to get going, but yes, yeah. I will still watch that show front to back. Watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. The Deuce. So I know that like there's like some good boobs in this show. Oh, the Deuce but. is it's it's a it's a really fucked up show. It takes place. In, <laughs> it is. It takes place in the seventies. It has to do with like the sex industry. If it it be porn or be like sex workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Franco. James Franco. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it is 
100 a, a, a hard watch, but why is it hard? Is it hard in the sense of like slow? No, or? no, no. It's it's a realistic view of Ooh, okay sex work Got in ya. the seventies. So just brutal, kind yeah, of that brutal. And it is an equal opportunity show, so you'll see boobs and you'll see bush, but you'll see penis as well. So it hits all the three. <laughs> hits three. He says while he shakes his head. Kind of. <laughs> It's all four, I guess, because he butts too. But uh, is it James Franco peanuts? No. Okay. It's not. But there's other ones there. There's other ones. <laughs> I, I do want to check it out at some point. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Like I said, it's a hard watch. Rick oh, and- <laughs> Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is quite possibly could be the smartest show on TV. <laughs> That's a lofty statement. It- but I but, okay, and I'm saying this because I watch like. Leftovers, Mr. Robot. Mm. To me, I think those are smart shows. But, okay, like, I want to preface this by saying, like, my feelings on the show are not popular. No, yeah. But I can't deny that, like, I have seen this show get such critical, like, acclaim. Like, critics love it. Like, I don't know. Like, it makes sense that it's smart. But yeah. I just don't... I th- you have to break that ceiling of... Because you're not on board animated shows first, so I, I get that. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And it's I, think just, I think I need to really give it a real chance, rather than watching two episodes because I want to get laid. <laughs> um, <laughs> by <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Care. You're have to cut that out. No, I, I actually don't care. I, oh, thought okay, about, okay. I thought about it today, and I was like, I will say, Rick and Morty. The way because on the basis, if you list, if you watch it, there's a lot of immature humor in it. But the greatest thing is that like they dumb everything down, and but the smart humor in it is almost so unsuspecting, but it's there. It, like, yeah, it, and it's hard to put in that way, but. There's episodes that are just mind-blowingly smart that you may not know till you sit back and reminisce on it, being like, holy shit, they thought of this, or they thought of that. Like, right. And everybody raves about the episode. It was this season. It's called, um, well, originally it's called the, the, at, the Rick Lantius mix-up, but that was a, a, that was a fooling thing. It's really, the episode's really called, uh, Tales from the Citadel, but, uh, and you gotta kind of know that to understand anything I'm saying right now because right. I know I'm just throwing a bunch of stuff out. But that being said, it's all about the fact that they use Rick and Morty's. Oh, you gotta know the show. Like I'm trying to explain it, but it's this whole it's this whole episode about the class system and how people. It, it's a it's really an allegory for racism and prejudice. Oh, but sure. it's done in a weird comedic fashion that is so smart. Hmm. That you don't really realize that you are... Right. It's basically like, we understand this on level. And that really goes down to Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon's a person, a writer. If you don't know who Dan Harmon is, he wrote Community. But he's one of those guys that I feel like, and I may be praising him too much, but it feels like he's that level of genius and madness. Like, he's kind of an alcoholic madman, mm-hmm. which is well-documented. He has a documentary literally about himself and how much of a alcoholic madman he is but how 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 much of a genius he is too and it's just like I said I don't want to dwell on it too much there is a Rick and Morty episode we did a wine list on season 3 go back and listen to our thoughts on it but a Rick and Morty is even though you don't think it's smart I 
truly believe it's one of the smartest shows. And that's the thing, like, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I talk about the show, I don't necessarily, like, bash it to the ground. It's just, like, I'm not necessarily enjoying it, but I can fucking appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. And I get it. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I, maybe I just need to watch more. I, every Give time me I, a real chance. When I but. watch, like, there are times that I'm like, oh, that was funny. It's just like, I'm not consistently laughing throughout the whole show. You're wrong, but let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. That is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I never actually talked about you about season two. No, no, I don't think we. Yeah. What did you think of season two? Um. Uh, I love season. I I, like. I was hoeing and humming. Like I didn't love it. I really. I. I thought they. Because when season one happened, it was one of those things that was such a big show that I was like, you can't top it. Don't even try. I like you're gonna ruin it. But then I watched season two, and I was like. It, it, like, I shouldn't say it didn't up the bar, but it didn't. It didn't disappoint. Is yeah, I agree. I wasn't blown away, but I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, and I thought bringing new characters like I love Sean Astin. I thought he was amazing in it. Yeah, as as like the the stepdad who's actually kind of cool and right. Steve. I love Steve, and they like oh, Steve is like the hero. Steve. Of the um, yeah, there's not much more I think anybody can say about Stranger Things. It just consistently, two seasons of consistently great. And I know it's, that's my genre of yeah. show as well. Like, that's what, like, I, I, I didn't grow up in the, I was born in the 80s, but I didn't grow up in the 80s, but still that nostalgia is with me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. feel like this season was, yeah, like, like you said, it, it it wasn't disappointing, but it wasn't mind blowing either. Yeah. It made me. It was funnier. I thought. Yes. I thought it was like slightly funnier than the first season. It was. I, I this season I found. Um, oh, I can't even remember his name. That sucks because I remember everybody's name on the show, and I lost it. But the, guy with, the main guy. The guy with no the front teeth, or he got new teeth in it. I thought he was more annoying this season, but right. Uh, that being said, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the end of the list. But the, the Virgins list is weird. I, there was another weird. list that I liked better, and I should have pulled that one up. But do you have any honorable mentions, like on your end? Of oh my shows god! That <laughs> like, don't even. Like, I, we could have started that way because these shows, like a lot of these ones, I, I watched in passing. Um, yeah, I can go quickly. Uh, uh, I'm still a fan of Walking Dead, even though I know a lot of people have falling off that. I, I know I really like this season. I'm a uh, like I'm a superhero mark, so um, Flash, Arrow, like I love those shows still. Even though they, the quality's gone down, Agents of Shield, I think they had a good bounce back season. Oh, this is a tough question. Like I can I can literally do this. Cor is really stressed out right now. Oh, like Mr. Robot wasn't. <laughs> I was just, I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah, Mr. Robot was on a couple other lists that I found, but it wasn't on this one. Um, but. Just wait for our Mr. Robot episode. Yeah. Um, Mr. Robot is, I would say, on my top five favorite shows of all time. Yeah, Mr. Robot is... Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's like nothing else out there, I guess. No. Like, there's nothing yeah. out there like it. And it's, it's a brilliant show. 
Yeah, I, like I said, like tune into Intasia reviews. We do an yes. episode, and we we we, we talk, talk about season it. three. So between now and January, watch Mister Robot. Yeah, for, like catch up on it because it's so fucking good. Yeah. It deserves all the. I just feel like is it Remy or Rami Malek? I can't uh, remember say his name. Remy Malek. I don't know. Remy. Yeah, Malek. he's just he needs. All the awards. Yeah. He needs to win them all. Yeah. That's just all I'm saying about that. The acting is just some of the best acting ever. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're now dealing with Up Rocks with their best 20 movies. We're not going to do uh, 20 TV shows. We're not going to do all of them, but uh, we want to touch on a few other ones that maybe weren't on the first list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Honorable mentions. Honorable or mentions that should have been on the first list. Yeah, yeah. That we kind of like forgot about, it, and then we're like, oh wait, no, these we should mention. Do you want to talk about girls? Because I know I'm. Not, I don't want to talk about okay. girls. I, I I will just give my quick two cents on girls. Girls is a show that I love. The way that they handled the final season was extremely disappointing to me. And I say this, like, very honestly, being someone who very much so loves girls, and I don't give a shit what people say about the characters being unlikable. I'm looking at you. Oh, the the characters. They are unlikable, but they're real, and that's why I like them. They're real annoying. Not... I no. know one thing I always have to prefix when I rip girls apart because I'm not a huge girls fan, but I am actually a fan of uh, Lena uh, Lena Dunham. I'm not one of those mm, haters of Leah Dunham. I think she's a very funny, very talented person. I just don't like girls. Hundred percent. She uh, favored a tweet of mine once. Um, but and Kevin Smith has like. A tweet of yours and a tweet of mine. Uh, of me of, as Wonder Woman on a snowbank. Wow. He favored something I did too, but I don't remember what it I mean, Kevin Smith. I love I mean, No, Ke- that's Kevin my Smith dream. Kevin Smith and my ex-boyfriend, like, <laughs> had a moment at one of the live shows he did here in Halifax. But wow. um, I'm the hugest Kevin Smith mark. When I said earlier oh, in the shit. podcast. Let's get Kevin Smith on. He should I be would, like our, our, like, guest goals. I would, I would die. He doesn't drink though, does he? He smokes a ton of weed. So. Soon enough, uh, Kevin Smith. Do you want to help us out? I love you so much. I bought some of your shit. I also him. love Kevin Smith. When you went live this week to talk about Star Wars, which I haven't even seen the latest Star Wars, I still watch your Facebook live about Star Wars. Even though I haven't seen the movie, because I just like watch like hearing you talk. I think like Kevin Smith is like. It's, amazing, like, it's where all podcasters come from. Yeah. Because Kevin Smith did it. Yeah. I think. But well, that- he's... It's so funny, and I can do a whole episode on Kevin Smith because I love him so much. <laughs> Reviewing Kevin Smith. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, like, he is the guy now, in my books, and I know he has his detractors out there, but... He just seems like a guy you want to have a conversation with. For me, who talks about nerdy movies and, and comic books and stuff, he's the guy that I would love just to sit down and be like, and just do what I, like we talked uh, up, talked about before. Tuesday night, ripping on comics or praising comic book movies, TV shows. He's the guy you want in the room, which is funny because... He might be your ultimate. Yeah, no. Now that I think about it, he is the guy that I would probably most want on the podcast because I think he is he is like me in a certain way 100%. and can talk for hours about 
Dude. What I love. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. I just love, even just like his just general podcasts, I could just listen to him talk yeah. forever. Podcasts or even like his stand-up slash... Oh, like, fantastic. I mean, even, like, yeah, no. And, Kevin Smith, I love you. And just a quick note about... <laughs> about um, like the Me Too stuff and the Harvey Weinstein stuff. He yes. essentially like, what was it? He like... He's not going to get any money from any movie he's done with him? Well, it's any movie he's done for Miramax, because, yes, he... He has done, uh, uh, he, that was, his big movies, a lot were uh, financed by Miramax, especially like something like Chasing Amy, Dogma, like. Yeah. So he has said that any, any residuals, because whenever it's shown, be it streaming media or whatever checks he gets from Miramax for showing the, the movie he's going to donate. And I don't know what charity, but. Right. It's, it's probably like. I, I shouldn't say probably. It, to it, to a good cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to take any more money from any movies he made that's been produced by Miramax. But he did say one thing to specify about this, too, is that he said, like, he's not doing it, but they shouldn't... Nobody should condemn anybody else because he's like... I've made my money. I'm very wealthy. He's he's fucking well off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm wealthy. I don't need these residuals. I just think it's a very good thing. But, like, don't... Anybody who maybe hasn't... Who has been in a movie produced by Harvey Weinstein that uh, is making money off this residuals, don't... Don't chastise them for not giving it up. It's just he's like personally. This is what I, I'm doing. Personally, I don't necessarily need it, so I'm gonna do it. And I and I and I know because I'm a fan. Ben Affleck has done the exact same thing. God. So yeah, we love we love Kevin Smith. He stepped the fuck up. He's yeah. a great I mean, guy. But he's he been, just he just seems like a fucking grade A guy. And he's kind of in tune with our podcast in a weird way. He's very being homose- fucked up. Homosexual. <laughs> I'm gonna say homosexual because I yeah yeah. But no, but like he's sex positive. Sex yeah, yeah. positive, yeah, yeah. and he's very. He's just very equal he's rights. Tangity, too. He, yes, and he's tangity. But I, I, at the end of the day, he gets shit on a lot. I think he's a very forward thinking person, and he's one of my want, favorite people in the world. So. I want to hang up. Okay. Yeah, we want to hang out with you, Kevin Smith. Yeah. I will buy you as much weed as you want to smoke if and you come on my podcast or both podcasts. If you ever come back to Halifax and you want to get high, I yeah. will certainly smoke with you. Because yeah. soon enough, it'll be legal. And soon enough, folks, we'll be doing high podcasts. Not me, because I do not smoke weed. I support weed, but I don't. You'll sit there and drink a beer. <laughs> oh, I drink many beers. But back to girls. <laughs> Uh, I thought we were done with girls. Are we on? No, fire? no, I'm not done giving my two cents. I, I, I will say I love Allison girls. Allison Williams is the hottest. Allison hot. Williams is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Adam Drivers. Um, I, yeah, I like him. But Girls is a great show. I am. S- for anyone who checks it out because of me, I'm sorry for like the last half of the last season. It was terrible. I don't like how it ended. I have feelings about that. But on the whole, check out Girls. Or don't. What's the ones with Donald Glover? Because I love Donald. I hope that she does something. I, I, I guess something I, else. Like like like. I, I like Lena Dunham. I I can honestly say I do. I just Girls in. But I understand that Girls also is a show that is not 
it's not directed towards me as well. You're not the target audience. Yeah. But I feel like, have you watched it in full? I tried. Not in full. I, when I you say only, you tried, can, was it one episode or like I've, a couple episodes? I can honestly say I probably watched three episodes and okay. it's just not for me. I watched the first two and then I watched the first one with Donald Glover and I just couldn't. It's fucking uncomfortable. But I understand. Um, I understand that I am not the target audience on yeah. that as well. But that being said, it's still terrible. That being said, I love Lydia it. Still, still, I was going to say hot. <laughs> You know what? Whatever. She's not ugly. Like a lot. Lena Lena. Dunham is like a lot of people. Like oh, like oh my. This is a a whole other tangent. A whole other tangent. On the right show. I I I I I hate this fucking fact. And this is weird. Me being whatever. It doesn't matter. But I hate this fact that like yeah, Lena Dunham is. I'm slurring because I've been drinking all day long. But she is very open with her nudity as well. And I'm tired of people being like, oh, this ugly girl is getting nude. Like, fuck you. Whatever. Go fuck yourself. It's not... Yeah, maybe you like... Like, I get it. Maybe your sexual attractions to a girl who's birth... Like, birth in or, like, super in shape. But you know what? Mm. Don't run somebody down for being open. Like, you don't have... Like, you don't have to watch girls. You don't have to watch her get nude on her own show. But you know what? Don't fucking run her down because she is open. She's not the conventional body type. Exactly. And it drives me fucking crazy. People are just like, look at, oh, this ugly girl's trying to get nude for me. Like, she's getting fucking nude. Go fucking nude. Lucky if any girl gets nude for you, fucking idiot. And I know that's a very broad. Such a, I hit that bell so fucking hard because I couldn't agree more. And you don't have to be, you don't have to look at her and be like, oh, she's my number one. Like she's, but like you can respect what she's doing. Yeah, and exactly. the fact that it takes fucking confidence to get naked on camera. Yeah, you know what? She's doing something good. Being like, you know what? I may not have the body type that is in G, uh, like the stereotypical, yeah, like, model body. You know yeah. what? But I'm a girl that is not not your prototypical like magazine body but you know what I'm comfortable and everybody should be comfortable yep. with their, their new if they are comfortable with being new I should say that too there's oh, so no. many like but yes 100% because wouldn't you agree that like confidence makes you yeah it makes you attractive it, uh-huh. it really does and it's just one of those things where like you know what she's doing this like you know what I can get nude and you if you feel like you should get nude you shouldn't feel bad about it exactly and and Boobs are like pizza. There are no bad ones. I had one bad pizza one time. I thought that till I had a really bad pizza. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I know the analogy, but that's what but I'm like, pizza or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, trust me. The one pizza I had, I would rather nothing. But for the analogy-wise, just forget what I said there. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Anyways, Corey doesn't... Cor- Girls is not for Corey, but... You, you you can also respect the show on some on some. I appreciate. I I can understand maybe how people would like it. <laughs> I've said enough nice things about Adam. Yeah, so let's just keep going. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, Handmaid's Tale was really good. I kind of hated the ending though, but it was good. Like I really like it. I I I, I really 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 enjoyed Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I don't like I, Elizabeth Moss. Ah, uh, thank you. Because I didn't really like her either. And I, I... I didn't like her character. No, I didn't like her character. I don't like her 
Like, she's like, uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> not like one dimensional. I don't really know what's going on here. Like, a Scientologist, like a hardcore Scientologist. Oh, you mean and the like, actress? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm no pretty idea. sure she is. And she's an okay actress, but I just, I don't know. I really enjoyed Hayman's Tale. I was pretty hooked the whole time. Alexa Bledel um, is amazing at it. Oh, yeah. Like, did you know that she was in a Less Than Jake music video? I did not know that, but that doesn't surprise me either. I almost got half insulted that you're like, did you know that she was on... Yes, I know she's on Gilmore Girls. I love that show. Please don't actually think I never watched Gilmore no, Girls. but like, I... Last night I got nostalgic and I went back to a Less Than Jake album that I loved in high school. I like how you and, throw that out in the universe. Like, people just like, oh yeah, totally Less Than Jake. Like... I, I love Less Than Jake. Like, I know who they are, but I would think that only 20% of her okay, listening. Okay, she was in a music video called She's Gonna Break Soon and she plays like a crazy girl. It's great. She's and also on Mad Men for a while. Is she really? For a while she was. Oh, damn. Is she really? No, that show's been done for a while, but she was. Oh my god. It. Anyway. I enjoyed it. It's not a show that like... It's kind of one of those shows that I'm not, like... I'm not standing from the rooftops and yelling about it. Yeah. Not like Mr. Thing, Robot or The Leftovers yeah. or, like, these shows that, like, really fucking impacted me where I'm like, you know, you only have so many recommendations to make to your friends. Yeah. I, like, if I were to make recommendations, it would be Leftovers or Mr. Robot. Those are the shows yeah. that I could literally... I could grab you and be like, you need to watch these fucking shows because no one's watching them. The one thing and I'll say everyone's about, watching Handmaid's Tale. The one thing I'll say about Handmaid's Tale, even on the fact that, like, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not... I thought it was really good, but I... Not screaming from the roof. Yeah, I'm not like, you gotta watch it. But the one thing I'll say, the mind-trippy thing about it is that, like, Margaret Atwood wrote this so long ago. And it's... Yeah. It's forward-thinking. It's happening so much more... Like it it's, came, it's relevant now. It's super relevant. Yeah, things have only got worse, and she almost like in a weird way predicted how things, how bad things yes. have got. And so true. that's that's a mind blowing thing about it, and that's why I think it's so much in the in people's why people think about it so much, I guess, or talk about it so much. One hundred percent. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, it really not is. for me. This is a future it, I can get behind. <laughs> Just kidding. I could not get by in the future. One thing I want to say about... I'm picking up the mic now. One thing I will say about Handmaid's Tale is that the actress that played Sarah from Chuck is in it. Oh, yes. Which I know her name. And (laughs) It's some name that I can't pronounce. I'll say that. But she's a gorgeous lady. And even though I fucking hated her character in it, she was... She's a good actress. She's amazing. I love her. Chuck, people. Chuck's a great show. To, Chuck is it's what, serviceable. Chuck is why me and Jesse Parsons are friends. Master of None! I have... I, what? I have a lot to say about it. You you don't have a lot to say about it? I watched like, the first episode of the season, too. Master of None. The highlight of Master of None for me is just the fact of how honest it is about dating in this day and age. Maybe that's why... I don't know. I I get it because I'm going through. No, right I, I'm going through I, the sweat culture. Like yeah. I, the, the I, I don't like it. I just haven't got through all. Of it. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. I I, I I really thoroughly enjoy Master of None. I know that people say like 
It's awkward comedy. It's awkward to watch. Whatever. Like, get over it. (laughs) Get over yourself. Broad City is amazing, and everyone needs to watch Broad City. I have to take, like, Broad City, I usually have to take a break from. Nah, not me. (laughs) I know you don't. Because, like, I don't know. Like, that's more you than anything. Yeah. I am Alana. Like, let's be. Actually, no, I'm probably more of an Abby. Yeah, should we talk about the Netflix shows? Uh, yeah, 100%. Let's fucking okay, do it. Okay, because Netflix is an, a, a whole other world than, I guess, everything else. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about probably the worst Netflix show that we wa- that we tried to watch? Which one are you thinking of? Uh, it's called... Oh, it's called Disjointed. Yes, we can. Yes, we fucking can. Okay. Karen and Neve. If you're listening, I don't think you are, because I don't think you give a shit. I tried to watch the show. I did one. I was told before we put it on, just ignore the laugh track. Just don't even, just ignore it and just try to push through it and just try to think of it. And I was told, think of it like it's so bad it's good kind of show. That's how I was introduced yeah, to the show. Yeah, it's not. And it's not on that level. It's so fucking bad. It's... I can't do a laugh track. It's a Chuck Lorre laugh track show. And it sucks that Kathy Bates is an amazing actress. Actress? Oh, my God. <laughs> Asterix? She's an amazing asterisk. <laughs> oh, I've been drinking all day. Again. Asterix on this yeah. part. We've been drinking. The only thing... I feel like it's one of those things, like, we can write anything, and people like smoking weed, so... Let's do a show about smoking weed. Let's, it's fucking terrible. It's... Thank you so much. And it's so awkward. Yes. It's like, let's try to be wacky. Let's try to say things that are like, <laughs> we're so high. Yeah. It's like, it just falls so fucking short. And I, I wonder if the, if the laugh track wasn't in it, if, it, if I would like it better. No. I don't know. I no. don't know. I don't think I would. I think it I goes think it's for just any... Bad. Okay. It's just bad. If we're going into my persona, laugh track shows are fucking terrible because it's telling you, you gotta laugh here. Like, Except friends. Nah, it's just terrible. Anyway, but the show like Community, <laughs> that people have had to like work for their laughs or think about shit, that's a good that's show. That's true. But it's like Big Bang Theory. It's like, don't ha- yes, laugh. that's it. It's just like, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I said, like, because I think you brought up, you're just like, how do you feel about Young Sheldon? I'm like, you know what? I'm on board with it because it's not a laugh track show. It's a show that like you, you have to work for your laughs, not to tell people like, oh, people are laughing during this, so I probably should laugh. Like, it's, it's fucking- to be funny, so I should laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I'm not not into it. I I tried. Terrible. Can't. I'm kind of like I'm a part time stoner, and I couldn't. Yeah. I can't. Did you? Uh, this is one we should bring up. Godless. Have you watched Godless? I have not. Godless is amazing. I yeah. recommend everybody to watch Godless. It's a western, um, but the the basic premise of it is. There's, it's this wild west town that there's a, uh, a lot of the men work in a coal mine or a mine and, uh, the mine collapses and kills a bunch of people. So the only thing left is women in this town. Ooh. So, uh, like, there are some, a few men left, but the, all the men people in the show are usually, they're not, 
they're not strong personalities. Like, they're kind of, like, younger or, like, whatever. So the women have to... It's weird because they have to fight a, a lot of things. Like, like people coming into town trying to take things over. They have to defend themselves. Or, like, also, like, there's... Spoiler alert for Godless. Watch it. But, like, a newspaper finds out about this and it's like, go to this town because there's a bunch of single women that want... That need a strong man to take care oh, of them. But in the town, it's a lot of women that are like, no, we're strong. We're handling shit. Like, stay the fuck out of our town. Damn, I want to watch. It's amazing. That, I'm, like, it's I'm, really good. I'm sold just based on Corey's... It's super dark, but it it, it is amazing. Uh, amazing I'm, No, that sounds fucking... American Vandal's good. It's like a rip-off of... Um, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's a rip-off of Making a Murderer. Yeah. So yeah. I need to watch... Oh, God, there's so many shows I need to watch. Like, yeah. How do you find time? Oh, Glow. Like Glow. Glow, that's the one that we want to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Glow... Wait, did we talk about it more? No, no, we didn't talk about it. Glow is... Glow's amazing. I Like, whatever. I... Here's something about me. I love wrestling. But that being said, like, Glow's the other side of the coin. It's it's based on an actual true wrestling federation called Glow. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. That should be a word. <laughs> gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Mm. And it, it is a fictionalized story about it, but it's... Uh, it's it, it's great. It's it great. is great. It's in, in in the way it's like it takes regular personality women who are at, some actresses, some not, and they're trying to put together a show, a wrestling show, to kind of yeah. uh, put out to like to I guess put out to the world. But like it, it's hard to explain, but it's amazing. I love Alison Brie. I watch her in anything, and so. you get to see her boobs in it. If if. What Corey just said didn't persuade you. You, you will get to see her boobs. Uh, and you have an episode about Glow. I do have an episode about Glow. I was going to say Glow. About Glow. About Glow. Yeah, I'm so, Let's talk about cocaine. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> oh, that's a show I want to talk about. Yeah, like, we're going to talk about some shows that, me, like, that we like that maybe didn't make the list. But let's just scroll down. I don't think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, it. Yeah. Some shows that maybe didn't make the lists. So Review is one that Corey told me about that's just absolutely fucking Watch hilarious. Review. Watch Review. It's amazing. So it's essentially Forrest McNeil? Yes. Yeah. And he reviews... So in the show, he essentially has a show... Like, he has... It's a show. A re- it's, like a, it's a, show a review a show. show that he reviews life, life. experiences. And... It's just batshit crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it had its last season this year. He views everything over time, like um, over all the seasons. Like he reviews racism. He reviews shoplifting. He reviews divorce. He reviews pancakes. Pancakes. All the pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> he reviews going to space. But it's sex I, tapes. I, like, I can't explain it. All I can explain is. Just watch it. It's seriously. It's amazing. It's one of those shows that people don't know about. Yes. That's actually good. Um yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it's, it, just watch it. It has such great rewatch value as well. Oh it does. It's, it's just like one of those shows that like if you have friends over and you're just like looking for something to watch and you just throw it on and it's like almost guaranteed to make people laugh so long as they have a shitty like yeah. a offensive sense of humor which we do and it has an actress on it that I feel like she's not super big but 
She's one of the funniest comedians I've ever known. Her name's uh, Jessica St. Clair. She plays Force McNeil's um, wife on the show. And she plays it, she plays on review, she plays it pretty straight. But look up anything she's in. She is, she's she's technically an improv comic. She's hilarious. Uh, More power to her. I hope, I like, She's a, a person I'm like, she should be bigger than she, she is. She should be bigger than she is. She's amazing. Uh, review's amazing. Watch it. It's amazing. God damn. It's so much TV. I know. Just do what I do and never sleep. Uh, that's just how I assume. <laughs> that, like, you're actually a robot that just, you plug yourself into the wall. At the I night. fucking wish. What? I'm a human with depression. <laughs> Um, I loved Insecure, which is an HBO show. I heard of it, didn't watch. It's fantastic. It's about a woman living the the whole single life, um, but like really strong female characters, which I think is like super important. Yeah, and totally. I love it. It's great. Watch Insecure. Like if you're like kind of in that that realm of like Broad City and girls, like you'll like Insecure. Like it's. 100%. Yeah. Up your alley. Uh, also, if I go through guilty pleasures I've had this year, Lethal Weapon, watch that if you're kind of a guy. and hmm. If you're kind of a guy, that's weird. <laughs> Lethal Weapon, The Gifted, uh, Ghosted is really good. I'm just throwing shit out. I'm just throwing I'm going to watch Ghosted. Ghosted's good. Like, the first two episodes, they're finding their footing. Um, Punisher, if we're still going on Netflix. Yeah. Watch Punisher. Watch, you know what? Watch everything. Just watch everything. Go and watch everything. This podcast is too short for me to mention everything I watch. I've been trying to give you the stuff that's worth watching, but I've watched some stuff that is not worth watching. But anyway. Yeah. No, that's very, like, you are, like, the consumer of media. (laughs) Like, like... I try. I, I I watch a lot of stuff. You really, really do. And I don't have that much time to watch anything. Usually, I watch something. And I fall I like I wake up three o'clock in the morning watching half of it, being like, "Oh my god, I need to go to bed so I can get energy for my job tomorrow." Aww. Anyway, listen, we can only do so much. <laughs> so now we're gonna cover some movies. Yes. Get out! Did you see Get Out? Um, yes, it's amazing. Oh yeah, it's a wild fucking ride. Eh? Yeah, I love Get Out. Yeah, it's so good. I'm glad all the the press. I guess it's it's getting it's it and it kind of read a like I don't know people. It's under horror, but it's for me. It's like horror and I don't know thriller. Like yeah, it's just Jordan Peele's dire- uh, directorial debut. It's I, yeah, check it. Out. I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to ruin it. But uh, it's a movie that it's it's scary. It's tension filled. It's hilarious in points. Like uh, it's a. W- Entertaining fucking movie. Yeah, I fucking love And that. one thing I will say is movies that give you a, like what I call like a theater experience. Like when I watched it yeah. in theaters, it was it reminded. This is a weird comparison, but it reminded me of like <laughs> you're gonna laugh. It reminded me of like when I would watch like the Paranormal Activity movies in theaters, like where it was like people were reacting so vocally yeah, in yeah. the theater, and like you were hearing like grown men like <gasps> jump and like it. it I don't know. It's just like it's kind of rare. I, I find it rare these days yeah, to have 100%. such a, like an immersive like theater experience like I did with Get Out. Yeah, and it was just a wild fucking ride. Yeah, it no, was just, I lo- like that's I love the it. only way I can describe it. It's just like keeps you interested the whole time. It's so great. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, 
Watch Get Out. So good. Oh, Mother. Mother. Oh, God. Oh. Corey did a, did a podcast about Mother. Yeah, if you want to go listen to Drinking Alone on Mother. Uh, <laughs> I get where it's going. It's not a poorly made movie. I just... I wasn't on board with it. If you couldn't tell from his, uh, when I said mother. <laughs> I know, it's... Uh, and I love uh, Darren Aronofsky. I shouldn't say I love him. I really enjoyed movies he's done in the past, but Mother does not fall on that list for me. I just... Fair enough. I haven't seen it. It seems depressing and weird. Maybe weird. if I'm in a dark, dark place, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, but... I don't know. I mean, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I just... We'll watch it, but... I don't know. is like... It's like a film school student trying to do a movie to me, I think. Oh, the one about Wonder Woman? Haven't watched that either. You have... I really want to see it, though. I'm really curious about this movie. I'll wait till it comes out on... On DVD on- or what if that's a thing anymore? I'll wait till it comes out. On- I'll wait till the video store has it. <laughs> I'll wait till Blockbuster has it in stock. I miss those days. Yeah, like, just I know going to rent movies. Like, yeah, like, just wander around. It's just and sometimes you would just go in and you wouldn't even go home with the movie, but you just look. Yeah, I miss those days. Ah, oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, the Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yes. Also an episode of Intoxicated Reviews. That was actually a really fun episode that we did. Yeah. Hashtag period, period peace. peace. <laughs> um, yeah. We could we could probably talk like for another hour about Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman, it's amazing. It's, it's the best unreal. DC movie they put out. And like I said, during that podcast, I factor in every DC movie, even the Dark Knight, Batman, Christopher Nolan movies. I think Wonder Woman is the best. It kind of... It did lead to something negative in my book, though. Uh Uh-oh. What did it lead to? Uh, It led to... I watched the Justice League movie, and it led to... I'm cool with more Wonder Woman, but in the Justice League movie, because Wonder Woman did so well, they made Wonder Woman more the leader of the Justice League, and Batman Uh, got lesser of a role. And I was like, it almost went too much. And that that doesn't matter. That happened because Wonder Woman is such a great movie. And they wanted to make sure that it would be good with Wonder Woman. Yes. But... What I like, what's funny about Wonder Woman is, is like, I went into it so nervous. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, because, like, when it was coming out, there was, like, early reports of it sucking. Yeah. And, like, yeah. everyone was so, everyone was so, like, this is gonna suck, it's DC, it's gonna suck, they're gonna butcher it. And then it was just so fucking good. Yes. And everybody... Like, across the board, I have not talked to one fucking person who didn't like Wonder Woman. Yeah. No, Wonder Woman's amazing. And I don't usually go to the theater twice, and I saw a movie twice in theaters. Really? I mean, movies are fucking pricey. I hardly go even, like, once. True enough, true enough. Like, they're pricey. Like, they're, it's not it's not cheap to go to the movies. No. And um, I, I saw it twice, and I still, like, even watching it the second time, still fucking cried during, uh, <laughs> like, the No Man, Man's Land scene, like, which is, the, to me, the scene of the movie. Oh, 100%. <sighs> Yeah, it's just, it's it's really, really good. Go listen to the Wonder Woman episode. Disaster artist. I, I didn't even scroll down. I just saw, I just saw James Franco as Tommy Bazaar and <laughs> Nate was the, do you ever say what was one of the best of 2017 now? Because, uh, I don't know if it was. Yeah, well, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like, we haven't talked, we haven't really talked about what we thought of the movie. No, because I, I was going to do a drinking alone, but I, it sucks because I have such a backlog of stuff right now. I'm just yeah. like, I don't think I could actually 
fit in. I was going to do a bonus drinking alone episode about it, but we'll you have see. too many. Po- Corey has too many podcasts. Okay, um, <laughs> disaster artist. It's. I really like disaster artist. It's weird because I feel like I have a very. I have a I have a connection to the room being. It's such. It's it's been my good bad movie for so many years that I know so much about it that I really enjoy this movie. I think I think James Franco makes it amazing. Mm-hmm. All the other actors, like so many bit parts in it, like it's filled filled with a bunch of my favorite people. Be it yeah, Jason Manzukis, Hannibal Burst, Paul Shear, Hannibal Burst, Hannibal Burst. I love Hannibal Burst. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just all these like. All these people, and it's really good. The last, but the movie itself, the last twenty fifteen minutes, it it just kind of lost me in a weird way. Where I know it's the writer's thing, like we need a we need an ending by the end of it. But knowing that, like it took a while to catch on for people to laugh at it. It also took like it just condenses all the 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 afterwards part of it into a very small scene. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the writing aspect of Disaster Artist is they villain. Well, Tommy Zo is kind of villainized in mm-hmm. the end, and then you're supposed to still be on bored with him for no reason like it was just a very weird yeah ending or just like you're kind of supposed to feel bad for him or supposed to feel good that him and Tommy Wiseau and Greg Starr at the end are like kind of friends again but yeah. for no reason whatsoever there's no redeeming factor about Tommy Wiseau in this movie which I feel like in real life and then I know the true story also that Greg Sestero really only did the money the the movie because he needed money and was getting paid for it where the movie morphs that into like him and Tommy have a pack so knowing more about the story it kind of ruined a little bit of it but that being said I still highly recommend the movie yeah it's it's good yeah it's hilarious it's good if it gets you into watching The Room then more power to it I wanted it to be... I wanted it to be funnier. Really? I Hear thought me it was No, I thought it was fucking hilarious. But I found, like, the dramatic parts took me out of it a bit. Yeah. There was a lot of dramatic parts. I would like to see more of them filming the movie. That's exactly it. Which... Because those parts I thought were fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it's a lot more of... It's a lot more of the backstory and, like, their relationship. And I loved... I I, I do think... I shouldn't say love, but I do like Dave Franco, but I think I would have much rather seen somebody else play Greg Sestero. Who would you have picked? Ooh, that's putting me on the spot. (laughs) I would say... I would say Chris Pratt, but I know he would never... Interesting. But he's a big... Yeah. Somebody... I don't know. Huh. Anyway. It's really good. And, uh, like, the room is... Oh, what's the room? Yeah. (laughs) Watch the room and listen to our episode. <laughs> oh, back to the room, which you can catch on the Toxic Podcast or in Toxic Reviews because it was reposted there. It was reposted and remastered. Yeah. I'm still so proud of that episode, by the way, guys. I'm. Really oh proud yeah, of no, that episode. yeah, all the clips that was insane. Yeah, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. I, we, I promise, guys, this is not just like a constant plug for reviews, but there's also a Baby Driver. Yeah, there's Drinking Alone on Baby Driver. I put my thoughts out there. It was kind of universally praised, and I liked it too. I, the performances were spot on. That being said, it there is... I, 
I maybe because it was Edgar Wright, I had my hopes to the roof, mm. and I thought he could redefine the genre of action like he's redefined the genre of comedy. Didn't happen. But that being said, still a really good movie. Check out my reviews for my my thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, baby driver. Um, yeah. Is there any other movies we want to mention? Oh, that Jesus. You- <laughs> so many. Like, I can't even off the I'm top of my head. I TV this year, the movies. Uh, I think... Me, personally. But. Yeah, no, I watched a lot of movies, but not... Unfortunately, I, once the, the the mics go off, I'll think of a million movies. But, 100%. But right now, I can't. I can't. It was, I think it was a really good year for TV and movies, though. So. Oh, yeah. There was some like, great overall. stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, one off the top of my head, which I would never pick, even though I love the people in it, pick for a movie I love for the whole year. And maybe I'll do an episode on my favorite movies of the year on Intoxicated Reviews. But And one movie that will definitely be on there is The Big Sick. The Big Sick. Oh, yeah. Kamel Nanjani. Amazing. It's... It's so funny, and it's such a real depiction of uh, love and tragedy that I I I cannot recommend more. So okay, so check. I out. still haven't watched it. Uh, I yeah. it's a, you'll love it. You, you, 100, you'll love it. It's it's Ooh, it's, a, it's a Corey guarantee. Yes, yeah, that yeah. gets on a Kuja and a Lassie. It's it's a Lassie. It's up there. <laughs> it's a Lassie. Well. Jeez Louise, that was fun. Um, <laughs> let's get into sad stuff. So well, let's get into real world stuff, I guess. So I, I was telling Court before we start recording that, like, on a world level, 2017 was pretty shitty. There was a lot of shitty stuff that happened yes. this year. A lot of celebrity deaths too. Not as many as last year, though. Like last year was a that- shitty year for celebrity deaths. <laughs> That's true. I guess the past few years have been yeah pretty bad on us. I don't know. But I'm envious sometimes that they left this terrible planet. <laughs> like this year. Get off of it. I mean, obviously we could. We could, I here's the thing. I don't know what to say about these mass tragedies that happen. I don't have words to yeah. either make it better or like I can only react and I don't do well when I flip on the news and I'm just constantly hearing bad things. It makes me really fucking sad. I feel fucking powerless, like, yeah. as a person. Yeah. And I will put a positive spin on it. I think, like, having this podcast and as people creating content, it's our hope that, like, we can, like, take you away from that. And yeah. And make you laugh. And you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. 100%. And I think that that's how it is for podcasts in general and really anyone creating anything. YouTube and... I mean... Movies and TV yeah. are, are, in a way, like, an escape. I mean, from dealing with the shit. I know I have, and you probably have. This year being as shitty as it's been, we do escape into TV, into movies, into something else just to like get your mind off. You can't dwell in exactly. negativity so long. Like, exactly. You gotta, you gotta find something else. And I will say, me personally, I think a positive that has come out of this year has been like the Women's March and the Me Too movement. Like, even though it's shitty, I think it's positive in the way of women are talking about this now. Yeah. And 
women are feeling more empowered. So I actually think this was kind of a big year for women in a way. Well, the, I feel if, that personally, but if you can live and like, obviously, I don't speak for women because I'm a male, but as a human being, uh, I think the greatest the the I shouldn't say the greatest. If you can take one positive from the Trump administration Mm -hmm. is the simple fact that I feel like Trump came into power and that was the last straw for women being like, you know what? We've been fucked over so long and so much and like kept our secrets in the dark and haven't told anybody that we're fed up. Like, Mm -hmm. We have a, a person in the White House, and I will say allegedly, because I don't know, they could sue the podcast, but I'll say allegedly, <laughs> and I'm saying quotation marks, you can't see it, but allegedly sexually assaulted women has basically been a, like hardcore racist. Uh-huh. This, like, I think it's women have got to the point being like, the okay, this is the last straw. You know what? I'm, I'm too. I'm tired of being quiet. Yeah, and it started this amazing for me as a male on the outside looking in revolution of like, okay, you know what? Things have got so bad that I feel the need to speak out about what's happened to me as a woman, kind of thing. I so was, I was going to ask you how you felt. About it at all because we don't really t- you and I don't really talk about this no but that I, much together but like ha- as a guy looking in not to not to okay I can I uh, put me on the spot again. no 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 that's fine because I, I <laughs> actually have, yeah yeah oh we have fireball so yes, oh, yes. we have fireball I decided to br- break out the hard liquor I guess it's not really hard liquor no it's considered for the harder subjects I guess you here but yeah how did you feel about it. Um, I love fireball so much. <laughs> As a person, and I bring it a lot up on Tossier Reviews, I'm half black, but I've always kind of, like, obviously been into racial subjects. And so I can only think of my own anger when it comes to racism and stuff like that. But looking at, like, being kind of like I I can honestly say this this year I've I not that I have ever been like oh women have it fine I know women have had it tough but my eyes have been super wide open in a weird I don't think of myself as naive but certain like my eyes have been opened as a male this this mm-hmm. year with the me too me too movement and and what's going on in Hollywood with a lot of actresses like I knew it was bad I didn't know it was this bad Terribly bad. Yeah. Like I, I like yeah. I, I in my mind, I'm like yeah, men. There, there's sexual predators out there, or people who like you hear about casting co- uh, couches, and you hear about like all the stuff going on with like people like Bill Cosby and and like people yeah. that like hurts my heart because I grew up with these people thinking like yeah. how could he do this but that's the problem it's like the Dave Chappelle joke like how, like why do you think Michael Jackson didn't molest kids oh it's because he moonwalks like if you find emotional connection with a celebrity you get this false sense of like oh they bring me joy so how could they be a bad person but that being said this this year blew the top off all that which is crazy but yeah, so th- this year has been terrible. Like, 
the amount of women in Hollywood or the amount of just women in general. I shouldn't say just Hollywood. It's just mm-hmm. that's the most polarizing thing. That's what you watch. That's what that's, is out there. Like, that's, that's what you what, see on the internet. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're like, I know this person. I watch movies she's in. And she's been... So I I don't want to be... I don't want to be ignorant when it comes to, like, it's only these... It's not. But it's just... It's, like, honestly, as a male this year, I've been... My eyes have been open more. Like, I think I'm a pretty forward-thinking person mm-hmm. and understands certain things, but... As a male who I think I'm forward-thinking, I was, like, blown away by some of the stuff that came out this year. And it may be, even though it's a negative thing, I think it's a positive thing this year that, you know what, women had enough. And they're just, they're going to tell people, you know what, I'm being fucked over. I shouldn't be embarrassed about it. The people who are doing it should be embarrassed. And I'm going to tell people, you know what, this person did this to me, this person did that. And And I should preface that also with, there's... Obviously not as many, but there's been males that have come out this year as well, being in mm-hmm. in any that have been sexually assaulted or are exploited by people in, in positions of power. Mm-hmm. I know it's more women, but I will say, like I said, I my, my my eyes have been open wider than I've ever thought they could be. That's good, and a hundred. It's. It can't be easy. <laughs> like... No. Kind of coming to terms with all of that. I don't even know. Like, it's just... Well, it's I, I totally because- agree. I just feel like, even though it's shitty, and it's exposing so much shittiness, there's so much, like, empowerment coming from it in a weird way. Well, yeah. I feel that about myself this year, anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, that's but- the thing, too. That's what I always say. Like, sometimes you hold stuff in, and it's worse for you. And then when you finally do get it out... You feel so much better, even though yeah. in the past you're like, I keep it in because I, I don't want to be embarrassed or I don't want to, I don't yeah. want people to view me as it's about what other a victim. Think. Like, yeah, I, and like yeah. I said, I'm not a person that's in this situation, so I can't, I can't champion people to do this, but I, I, I respect the movement or that in a way that, hey, you know what? Maybe at the end of the day, I don't know if I could do it, but it's. It's I, I I I respect the fact that it's come down to enough is enough. Exactly. And now there and I appreciate the fact that this is support. And it, it sucks. Yeah. It really, really sucks in my books that this support is women and people in general that have had this happen to them. And it's like, oh my god, this happens to so many people yeah. that we can bond over it in a weird way. Not, yeah. weird, no, 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 no. Weird's not the right way. It's not the right term. It, it, it's, it's a weird circumstance. Yeah, but it's like it's, it sucks that it's more common than not, but yeah. that being said, that people now are just open to it, open to talking to other people in it or people that can help them. If you can take any positive from a really bad negative is that this year show more than most that at the end of the day, there's somebody out there who's going through what you're going through, unfortunately, but they're there to help and they're there to bond and you can help each other. And listen and learn. Which yes. is which is what I what I took away from like the us two episode that I did with the girls. Like I when I was like at that table with them, I was like, what what's happening right now is bigger than anything yeah. I ever thought. Hmm. Like when I started the podcast being like, Yeah, it's drunk, fun, comedy. <laughs> yeah. I, it just like turned into a totally different thing. Yeah. Where it was like, holy shit, I brought four people together who yeah. mu- would not normally have come together. 
and sit at a table and talk about some dark, shitty stuff, but, like, become closer because of it and, like, learn from each other and learn about, like, the common threads that come from it. Yeah. And the other positive is just, like, and like I said, I, I, like I said, I don't want to be the voice of this. Obviously, I can't because I, I never, uh, went through anything like this. But that being said, like, it's amazing that, like, this is as much as social media and stuff is super negative. I know, like, like we, we've had stories recently about cyberbullying. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's recently in Halifax, I, I know people want to, can put out their, stick their nose up to certain things, but there was a porn star that was from Halifax that was cyberbullied that killed herself recently. Holy and, shit, I didn't know about this. Yes, yeah. Um, but it's, it's like the internet can be a very dark place and people, and people who want to knock the internet and we can talk about net neutrality and stuff like that, mm. but people who want to twist these words for their own agendas, but also, there are positives. There are yeah. people connecting online. Like, yeah. it's weird to think you're alone in the world and nobody's there, but you can put, and I know people may make fun of it, but you can put a hashtag, like we said, me too, and find other people all over the world. Going not the just like, yeah, not just friends or people in your community, but you can find people all over the world. And I mm-hmm. think that's like, when you're like, wow, I am really not alone. This happens to a lot of people. You can, it's, it, there's certain positives to the internet that I feel like are thrown away, but if you can find a, a connection with anybody it, when you're yeah. feeling like you have nobody to talk to, that's a good thing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want to dwell too much on it. Hundred uh, percent. No, yeah. but like that's the thing, and that, that's why I when I think of 2017, mm. it's hard for me not to think about all the shitty things. But I'm just like so much. Like I feel the only word I can use to describe it is like supercharged. Yeah. Like I just feel absolutely supercharged. I feel unashamed. Yeah. Like it's just it's a great thing to come out of it. Yeah. So it's like, shitty that things have happened. Yeah. But it's good that w- like women and people yeah. are now talking about it. So if we're just talking about it. If we're just round tabling it, mm. like I said, like because we're talking if we go back to the original point, yeah. I just think like if we're to take any positives about how bad the, the like the, the Trump administration has made the world, take this one positive. The mm-hmm. one positive is, and in my books is how I think. It's just like women and mankind have become so fed up with this oppressed, like privileged. Yeah. Administration that, like, they're just like, you know what? I'm done keeping my feelings and my experiences in the dark. Like, I'm going to talk about it. And you know what? (laughs) Well, no, I don't want to say it this way. (laughs) But, yeah, if you're just like, fuck Donald Trump, which I feel like I'm fucked Donald Trump. I'm sorry. If you listen to the podcast and you support Trump, we we both are. We both are. But, like, if you... (laughs) If you want to take one positive yeah. out of this, is that he's such a shitty piece of shit human being. He's fast-tracked the revolution of, we're not going to take this anymore. And I think... 100%. And you know what? And when you sit there and you watch CNN or you watch... Well, don't watch Fox News. But when you see how shitty he's doing it, he fucked himself over. Because I think people are now realizing they're not going to take that shit. But... That's so true. It's 
it's that's so freaking true though yeah if like because i sit there and i watch him on tv and i watch the shit he's doing and i get depressed and the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better about the world is that like what he's doing is making people be like we're fed up with what you're doing we're gonna do what we can and i'm i'm not saying like yeah 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 like burn down the white house i'm saying you know what? If this is how you're going to treat the world, we're not going to be in the shadows anymore. Fuck yes! It's yeah. so true. It is, and so <sighs> when you're when you're when you're up at night and and you're depressed about Donald mm-hmm. Trump, just realize he fucked the world over, and he's probably made the world in this aspect fight back against them. So, yes. anyway, I don't want to dwell too much more on Damn. it because I think we, we went on about it, but... No, that's fucking great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am I'm cannot be more proud of people who have come up with their stories recently. Speak up. It's, it, it takes a lot of courage. No. Yeah. It really, really, really does. And... Damn, it's hard to find... I think that's a pretty positive note to end it on now. Yeah, if you... Yeah, yeah. It's a positive note. It is a positive note, yeah. But... If you, it, if you're looking for a positive out of anything, he so did, much shitty negativity. Yeah, it's just he forced people to say enough is enough. Anyways, guys, we're going to wrap this up. This is the last intoxicated episode of 2017. We're going to wrap it up like many Christmas gifts coming out on this stupid holiday that I have to wrap underneath my tree that I haven't wrapped yet. You're going to wrap two pillows? No, they're um, books that I had to get. Because oh. we did the book exchange. Got you. I wish I was in a book. Hey, Nikki, Jill. <laughs> we, next year we got to do a book exchange for Halloween. Nerds. <laughs> that's my that's my book group. Mm. It's really funny because with my family, I I sent some pictures of. So I sent because I was in Coles and I was like, God damn, I wonder what they're gonna get me because they don't really know me hmm. and I saw the disaster <laughs> my family doesn't really know me <laughs> they don't I saw a disaster artist and then I saw and then I saw unqualified by Anna Ferris yeah. and I was like fuck I should have suggested these books and so disaster I, sa- I sent them I sent them pictures being like in case no one's gotten me the books yet like these are the ones I want I'm so fucking nervous to see what they got me they're probably gonna be die books like I'm I don't even yeah, know yeah terrible anyway um, that's about it. Uh, we're really excited for next year in terms of the podcast. The growth, and yeah. What's we, Corey and I, like, we're always coming up with ideas, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like we just kind of spitball off each other. And, and that being said, like, great. like, I just premiered on, on my Christmas episode, the Ben Afflection. Go. If you do anything, go on Instagram and check out the uh, the social media pictures we have. Sarah put together a picture that blew my mind, <laughs> and that so much so that I think I may get on a t shirt. But Aww. it's uh, like like I know she she gives intoxicated reviews of Rebel Up, but uh, like all the social media pics and stuff like that are amazing. She puts a lot of work into it. She puts a lot of work in the podcast, and I will say. I am thankful for Sarah Aww, on the podcast. She makes my you. life a lot easier. Like this is, and I will say this year has been super fun because we've. Uh, I will say for me because we we've put so much input and bounced so much stuff off each other that yeah, it, it makes a podcast. Have somebody in this podcast. I know she started, but mm-hmm. have somebody to uh to 
to just talk about to have a partner in crime in a podcast. Yeah, it's made this year so much easier and so much more amazing. So thank Aww, you, Sarah. But oh, but thanks for being my last guest of the year. I, wow, how, yeah. how, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, like you're still not. I'm still. Hopefully, we'll get Corey and Brian's on at some point. Yeah. Because I, I want to dive deep into the childhood stuff that you guys used to That's do. That's going to be a couple parts. <laughs> yeah. Corey's going to... You're going to be back on, and... Oh, yeah, of Thank you, too, for being my... Like, it's just... It's been great. It's, like I said, it's the highlight of the year. Yes. It's... I quit everything I start, and the fact that I didn't quit the podcast is like to me an accomplishment yeah I mean in a weird way like I don't think I think you did but I think a lot of our friends probably didn't think the podcast would last this long I mean you know like I keep it going because it's fun like I'm not in we have we genuinely have so much fucking fun doing this like there are some stresses that come with it but for the most part like we're just doing this anyway I know um we we hope you guys like it if you're going to give us both a Christmas gift, like a review on iTunes would be great on either channel. Yes. Um, just ratings. Because rate yeah. ratings are what is going to keep us on the charts. Like, yes. Um, even if you got a bunch of your friends together and do it all at once, that means that we'll get on the charts. <laughs> so you should do it. Um, feedback, you can email the, the, the Gmail account. If you have something to say that like you might not want out in public... Fucking email us. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. And if you yeah. want to get, like, give us five, even if you hate it, give us five star ratings being like, I give you five stars because you guys are a piece of shit. We'll take it. Give us five stars. Give us constructive feedback and we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll give people shout outs. We are shameless. And you know what? I know you're listening to M&M's and we've been waiting for that caramel M&M's sponsorship on Toxicator Reviews. We're waiting for it. I know you're being friggin'. <laughs> terrible about it, but just send it to us. We'll just talk do about it, it already. We are so willing to sell out. It's uncomfortable. I'm, I meant to get you caramel lemonade tonight. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, Worst New Year's ever. But we're stoked. It's only going to go up from here. We're going to have like so many different guests on, like yeah. both both sides of things. Um, the the bread and butter of my show is still going to be talking to friends, but I'm reaching out to other people too, people. So yeah. fucking get ready for 2018 because 2017 was literally just the primer, I think, yeah. for 2018. Yeah, and, and gonna, I promise I'm going to say like and um less going forward. I said a lot. You you don't say like as much as Evan. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. You say um probably. Oh, um is insane. I think you're more of an ummer. I'm a super ummer, which is terrible because I, like, if anybody listens to the podcast, they know for a long time I was calling myself the human like button, but I should be the... Human um button. Yeah. You should change your biography. Um, but um hug bu- humbug <laughs> because I hate Christmas. Let's Anyways, Merry Christmas, I guess. <laughs> Didn't even mean that. Uh. Thanks for listening, guys. This year has been fucking great for us. Maybe not so great in a world level, but you know, we've, we've already been through that. I'm gonna wrap the fuck up and say, ring that bell. <laughs>
Hey, Lily, did you know in your lifetime you'll pass a murderer 36 times? I did. And you know why? Why? Because we're 36 times. A Canadian true crime podcast which covers crimes in the Great White North. Oh, right! Every episode, we focus on a major crime and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We talk about everything from the criminal justice system itself to animals arguably not doing what they should. Bringing you true crime with a shot of maple syrup. Catch our episodes bi-weekly on iTunes or your favorite, that's favorite with a U, podcast app.